Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Anime Watch Club, a bi-weekly group discussion and review where the host of the What Do You See Anime podcast nominate and vote on shows either we haven't seen or shows that will hopefully lead to a great discussion. On today's episode, the tromboners of the What Do You Say Anime podcast will be reviewing the 2015 anime Sound Euphonium. Let's meet today's ensemble. First from our horn section, he voted red because he can't stay away from his trumpet. We got Johnny. Johnny, how's it going? How am I supposed to comment? Like, you just start the episode with defamation, like... Absolutely, I did. Uh, you know what? You're absolutely right. Okay, that's, that's, the tenor I'm, sax I'm man thrusting his hips into your heart. We got Cat. Cat, how's it going? I'm doing great. Also, I just want to state to, uh, to my friend Pat that this, the tenor sax is just a better version of the clarinet. The bass clarinet. Seems like two very different instruments, but we'll go with it. Band manager and the voice of an angel. We got Rifle. Rifle, how's it going? Oh, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Uh, Woodwind leader, alto sax extraordinaire, and overall great guy. We got Miles. Miles, how's it going? It's going great. Thank you so much, Pete. I I appreciate that. You're welcome. Uh, And Pat. Yeah, the uh, the bass clarinetist never gets any love, and that's it's it's okay. You know, you gotta let the uh, the prima donnas in the tenor sax section get all the attention because otherwise they uh, they just don't do their job. You know, they 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 crash and burn, and uh, there's there's nothing left uh, in the aftermath. Uh, just a lot of sound with no euphonium to it, right? Ooh, all right, nice. there we go. Wow, good job, Pat. That was great. Uh, yes, we're. Uh, Great intro. Uh, we're we're going on to uh, Sound Euphonium, a, the show that we voted nominated. I forget who nominated it in the first place. Probably Miles. Miles. Like Miles show. Yeah, it is a Miles show. Of course it is, because um, this is Miles's Watch Club. Uh, done by Studio Studio Kyoto Animation, who has done plenty of fantastic works, such as Violet Evergarden, one of Miles' favorites. Uh, yes. Uh, Silent Voice. Um, Clanad, uh, K-On, Harvey Suzumiya and everything, and a lot of other shows that people just love for good reason, for very good reason. Uh, but yeah, so this show aired in 2015 as well, so it's not, uh, I believe it has a second season, and is it a follow-up movie on its way? or The movie's already or, out. There's the a third season on the way. Oh, wow. <laughs> kind of. It's on Mal. It's listed on Mal. It's not listed as a third season, though. It's listed as it like a um, what's it called? A uh, like a Kumiko like side story of herself or something like that. One second. Interesting. Well, while uh, while we do some googling, I'll continue the. Oh, right. Um, yeah. Apparently, they they're able to make three seasons out of this. That's uh, that's something good for them. Uh. Let's let's get right into it. Uh, let's talk about our uh, first impressions, like we always do. Spoiler free, first few episodes, what we knew about the show coming into it, yada yada yada. Miles, why don't you start us off? Yeah, so this was my nomination. Um, shout out to my friend Sarah, who always told me to watch this, and I didn't because I thought it sounded so freaking boring. Um, she likes like a lot of uh, cute girls doing cute things kind of shows, and it's not exactly my cup of tea. Um, but I'm here to try new things. So we nominated, uh, Sound Euphonium and to my surprise, this show slaps. Um, I was caught up like 
pretty quickly. I think the fact that it's so pretty and like well shot and directed and animated like really helps keep things that could be boring uh interesting because you know even if it's just a slow transition the beautiful Kyono and our Kyoto any um animation uh you know really keeps you interested um so I, I really liked it for the, my first three episodes and spoiler alert for the rest of the series um I thought it was just like a good pleasant happy time the world's been a bit of a clusterfuck recently as I'm sure we all know and it was just nice uh to to, to come down watch something that's like pretty low stakes but still has some stakes for people to triumph over um and i i really liked it i really enjoyed the show i would recommend it yeah i, I was gonna say that um imagine like reading this as a book it would freaking suck and then sure enough what's the source it's a freaking it's a novel <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I i don't know i i agree with you that the uh the animation definitely uh and obviously the sound the design and everything else that goes into a show like this that's about music you know it's heavily heavily focused on music i think yeah if it wasn't so good in those aspects or or those fronts it would have been very boring or or hard to get through for me as well uh but cat what do you think so i have been in music since i was like three years old so uh for me, a music theme music themed anime tends to uh tends to kind of encapsulate me a bit. Uh which can be a good thing or bad thing, depending on how it's presented. And much to this uh much to this show's delight, it did encapsulate me in a good way. It had a lot of like it just it mm, it gives me that feeling of being in like middle school or high school band again because you have like you get to feel that as soon as you go into like a, a middle school band and like everybody's like, oh, yeah, we're just here to hang out. And then the band director is like a fucking hard ass. That is the that is the worst and simultaneously the best feeling in the world. And it just encapsulates that perfectly in my opinion because like it's just so we'll talk about it a little bit later but uh the show just has a feeling of uh almost like be almost like uh the way that pete says uh haiku kind of encapsulates that feeling of being in team sports again this one encapsulates being in band again and I would definitely recommend it, especially if you've ever been in band and like want to have that feeling again. This is a great show for you. Yeah, that it does the band aspects extremely well. I I, I gotta agree with that. Like it made, I definitely was getting some flashbacks to you know when I was playing in high school and stuff, and just you know going through the struggles of of a band on a, on a daily basis or whatever. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Very good insight, Cat. All right, what about you, Johnny? All right, yeah. So for me. I don't know if we talked about this, because like we usually say like where we heard about the show, but like I haven't. This is the, my first time actually hearing about the show, and like looking into it, it's not really the type of show that I would like. If it wasn't for Watch Club, I wouldn't go out of my way to watch this because, even though I did do music as a kid, or it's still a bit now, is that I played piano, so I wasn't in a band. So like, obviously like. I don't have that same level of like relatability as many of you do from playing in bands. 
But, you know, I still went into it and be like, I, I have a rough idea from, like, you know, from seeing other people participate in band. And, yeah, I, and I, I thought this show was pretty good. It's like, it seemed like a pretty accurate representation. I liked that, like, it makes it show, it shows you just, like, how much work it actually takes to, like, sound good. And, like, the dedication these people go through with, like, the bleeding fingers, like, the lips being, like, really messed up and stuff. I think that was a really good representation of of the show. So, yeah, I would definitely recommend this. And it's pretty as hell. It's cool animation. Oh, yeah. Super pretty. I'm sure we'll be talking the entire time about it. Although I do have... I I have to say myself, I, I don't know how you guys feel, but this is probably my least favorite animated show from Kyoto Animation that I've watched. I, I don't know if that makes sense in the way that I just said it, but, like, out of them all... I, I like this one the least. But I we'll, like we'll, this more than a silent voice. Wow. Okay, you know. Okay, wait. Actually, no, no. no like, the animation of it. Specifically. Oh. The animation. Oh. <laughs> okay, way to get canceled five minutes in. Yeah. No, so I was gonna say I agree with you about how maybe like the animation itself, but the the design of the animation I liked in a silent voice more. Maybe I, you know, what I mean, like with yeah. the, the, act, now, like, the fireworks the scene stuff. in a silent voice was better than anything in this, but I think on average, this was better. There were a lot of like, there were a couple of moments that I want to touch on later that were like almost horror inspired. And I really loved those, but we, we can talk about this later. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm personally, scary. I'm personally shocked that you liked the horror. Yeah. Animals. That I like the horror inspiration. Yeah, you know, that's, that's very, uh, uh that's off brand for you. Um, yeah, it's not. <laughs> but also, but, Pat, one more, one more thing. Oh yeah. Have go ahead. Seen, sorry. Pat, have you seen plan ad? Uh, no, I have not. Oh, yeah, that's okay, a well, See, that's kill cool animation. <laughs> yeah, you could yeah, you could park fair. a Tahoe between the eyes on on that show. The eyes or yeah. something else. Yeah, but I heard, I thought it was like liked anyways though the animation, like, right? It's, I don't it's, know. Just, it's a style thing, but it's just yeah. Yeah, that's fair. And, but I haven't seen it, so there you go. So that's why I, it, out of the stuff I've seen too, I should say. Or I thought fair I said enough. that, but either way, either way, that's irrelevant. We'll talk about that later. Though I definitely think that animation is an important thing to talk about with the show uh, and production value in general. Um, but yes, Rifle, what have you got? Uh, yeah, so prior to Watch Club, I think I've seen the image that's on Mal of it. I've never really wondered what it was. Uh, so I went into this, and I kind of agree with you, Pat. This is probably one of my least liked shows for Kyoto Animation. Mm -hmm. Uh... I, I do understand the reasons why people liked it. For someone who's never even been in band, there were some aspects that I was intrigued by. Uh, such, like Johnny said, just them going through their bleeding or them uh, going through the motions and all that. And I agree, that was some interesting stuff. But later on, there were some dramatic elements that I just wasn't into. Yeah, that, that you were kind of just like, so just like removed from it that you didn't feel the the tension or whatever is that is that more what you're saying or or is it just like, that you just didn't feel like they they worked i i feel like it just wasn't what i was looking for into the show i wish it was more focused on the music and less of these dramatic stuff they did and i'm sure we'll, we'll get into it later on in the show gotcha okay yeah no we'll definitely talk about it, i'm sure um all right and then lastly pete what have you got this was my second time watching through Sound Euphonium, and to be honest, the first time I watched this show, I thought it was good. I had a good time watching it. I watched the second season as well and never got around to watching the movie, 
this time around, I found so many things that I just loved about this series that I missed the first time. I thought this was a spectacular storytelling of band, high school, uh, you know, like being like a girl in some aspects of like drama elements. I just thoroughly enjoyed this show. I thought it was a great ride. It was a very easy rewatch and I would definitely recommend it to anybody kind of because it's a little moe, it's a little slice of lifey, but it kind of also has those elements of like drama and comedy and like companionship and friendship that I really look forward to in a lot of these shows. And I just, I just thought it was beautiful. It was just beautiful the whole way through. Highly recommended. That's my two cents. All right. And yeah, I, I don't have a lot to add on that wasn't said already. Again, I, uh, little bit Yuri Beatty. I thought the show was, but not to the degree I guess I expected going in. Yeah, I, I would love to, to talk be... about that. It was pretty much all concentrated in like one and a half episodes. Yeah, <laughs> it well, it does the the Yuri things where it, like it like holds a scene for too long, or they yeah. lock eyes for too long, but never like overtly like bait. You know, you can argue that that's just dramatic tension art direction whatever um so again it was never like a, a hor- horrific offender other than those few ep- that yeah that episode was kind of sketch uh but i expected it to be worse though too i expected it to be so so much worse with what very little knowledge i had coming into the show i expected like love live yeah love live or something where it's just all um i don't know i I didn't expect Citrus, but I was like ready for it or like Bloomin' to You, you know, like that kind of which, of course, those are actually Yuri's. Oh, yeah. but, yeah. um, I, I don't know, though, the, the rest of it, everything, everyone else touched on it really well. I think the uh, animation is stunning. The music itself is really, really good, too. Um, I I couldn't remember any of the songs if I had played them or not, but I definitely had recognized them from either hearing them from other pieces or um, recognize Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. No, it doesn't ring a bell. Um <laughs> Damn, unlucky. Uh, that would have yeah. ended the movie Amadeus really early if the person didn't recognize <laughs> Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Uh, <laughs> I wish I got that reference. That's a deep cut right there. Yeah, that's clearly... Uh, man, I feel left out, but that's okay. Uh, would I recommend this show, though? Um, yeah, I think I could recommend it. It's just, I, I don't know, though. Like, did I... Was I that moved by it? You know, like, that's where I'm sitting right now. Where I'm like, I'm, I wasn't that, like moved but it was very pleasant to watch there's no doubt about that so i i think i would recommend it if you're if you're really into instruments really into music or something like that but i wouldn't necessarily like say you this is like a must watch i guess if that makes sense uh but yeah I, all right let's uh let's get into our spoiler section so yeah spoilers are on limits going forward you are allowed to say whatever the hell you want uh but yeah so just be warned and and uh here we go what what is our first discussion point that we want to attack uh miles do you have anything specific or should we just jump right into the um uh the point that we were bringing up earlier with the animation what what, what do you want to do here um let's let's like get started establishing the characters and stuff first um just like the general sure. premise and everything and then we can talk about um more ancillary things as fantastic as they were um, so we follow high school freshman, uh, Kumiko, who plays the euphonium, um, which I thought was like a great choice for an instrument because it's very in the background sort of, 
Um, and like, um, it's like a supporty one. I, I really liked that she, she wasn't Kosika. Like I liked that she, she wasn't the star of this, right? She wasn't sure how dedicated she was to all of this sort of thing in a lot of these sports animes or something, you know, I know that we were having like a teeny bit of a comparison to haiku, even though they're very different shows, but you know, you have Hinata who like the only thing he's ever wanted to do his entire life is play volleyball. And it's like dedicated to that. And like, um, you know, even Yuri on ice where you have some doubt about the career continuing that's after, you know, he was in Olympic trials. So like, you know, that's just like a very different thing than um, I think everyone can relate to in high school, which is like, what clubs and hobbies and interests do you pursue? Um, oh, except for me. And except for Johnny, um, <laughs> who has never Thanks, asked Kelvin. that. <laughs> um, so that um, is interesting. So they are at this school. It's like a mid-level band school. And... The premise is that the group has decided they want to go for nationals. Um, and so it's not going to be as fun and carefree as band was in previous years. Uh, Cause they're, they're really going for it. Um, I think that, and I would like to hear from other people uh, because I know rifle particularly wasn't as invested in the character relationships and stuff. Um, but I, I really liked them. I thought that everyone had like a very good, uh, rapport with each other. Um, I thought it was interesting. Everyone had their own unique backgrounds and motivations and those pe- that played off or bounced off of each other. Um, and I, I thought in a pretty realistic way. Uh, does anybody have a thought on that? Yes. Okay, Kat. So uh, this is, so as I said in my intro, like this, this perfectly in my mind encapsulates being in a band again. Uh, this is one of the reasons why it's because like for a lot of people in my experience personally, like when I, when I started in band, uh, you had like all of these people that came into band that were going to do like this, uh, basically like a two week trial in band where you would come every day during a certain time block and you would play or you would learn and stuff like that. Just kind of getting you acclimated. Well, uh, when people first start, they join with their friends and they start playing on the phone. And then you have people that have been in band for God knows how long. And then me, people who wanted to be in band, but like never, like never had been in band before. And then you start to see the people that join with their friends realize that this is real shit. And like they can't stay there or they're going to have to give like some actual effort and then you see some people like change and you see some people just straight up leave um this show kind of encapsulates that it doesn't and i didn't see it encapsulate the we've gotta leave because like this is not something that we can do uh except for that one person uh aoi uh, i think is her name i think it's pronounced owie uh is that ow it? ow ow it, okay. it's yaoi <laughs> yes <laughs> Yes, uh, Yowie, she, uh, she actually played the tenor sax, which is kind of odd, uh, <laughs> for me, because, because uh, I also played tenor sax, and I actually had this same kind of thing go on, because I was, at the time, I was in acting school, like, I was actively in acting school while I was doing this, and I had to choose between the two, turns out, 
I left a different club. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's that's uh, besides the point. Uh, the thing is, this show has a lot of aspects that in other shows I like it. If this had taken a different approach, would have not resonated at all with me. But because it did uh, such a good job of adding each feature in, uh, it it made it not only like uh, relate to me, but it also made me uh, enjoy watching it because it's almost like going through memories that aren't your own you get that hit of nostalgia exactly right? yeah okay um rifle um you were not as much of a fan of the more dramatic or personal relationships is that that a correct assessment uh yes okay so i i wasn't in band in high school i was in band for a few years in elementary and middle school um but like i found this a little bit reminiscent of like uh, a lot less broy, but like being on my football team and stuff. Did you not? Because I know you played sports. Did you not get those vibes? What were your issues with that in general? Are they like again? Some of them, I think this was like one or two episodes. One of them was like the whole. Uh, I didn't care about the whole best friend liking the other best friend part. The night mm-hmm. festival. I didn't really care about that storyline. I did find Reina and the main character under the star is pretty fine. The biggest thing that really ticked me off was near the end with the auditions when uh, Reina gets the soloist job and the instructor or conductor, whoever has already said, Hey, you're going to get this job. And someone blurts out, you can't do this. This isn't fair. And they even blurt out in front of everyone. You're playing favoritism. And that just really ticked me off. The fact that this person of higher authority of has already laid out who's going to be the soloist and you just step up and embarrass this person. I just feel like so, that. I, I just didn't like that. I personally loved it because like, that's like the shit high schoolers do. Like yeah. you, they are, this girl was a little gremlin because in Japanese culture, the senior has to do, you know, they have to, live out their dream and all this stuff. And like, it's something that I'm not super into in terms of like this, especially in like baseball anime. That's like a huge thing, but it's, it's like the, the adolescence of being this child and making childish decisions. I personally thought it was just so well crafted. And like the, the second audition episode is like my favorite episode of the series. So I, I, like yeah. that, I like that me and Rifle can play polar opposites of each other. Well, I, yeah, I, I, I guess, like, I I agree with Rifle, but, like, th- like I, I didn't like it, and I and that was oh, good that was good for me, because I was cheering, you know, for Reina. Like, I, I wanted her to win, and I wanted to see how the professor would, would handle that situation. Because, you know, fair or not, there was a lot of doubt about his leadership. And I think he did a, I mean, an amazing job, really. He said, okay, you don't think it's fair? Well, you guys can decide if it's fair. Um, The only thing I didn't like about that second audition episode, Pete, and I'm curious if anyone else has any takes on this. Yes. 
The entire I, band, besides like four people, are cowards. Yes, because yeah, you're, a, cause you're yes. a child and you're scared and you need to fit in. And it's not Pick cool. It, it's not cool to be like, I don't know. It's like not cool to like be like the the jerk, but it's not cool to be like um on the opposite party because I think most people wanted to just like have the drama dropped and even though that their goal was to go the nationals to me at some points it felt like it was more important even sapphire says this it's more it was more important for like the tension to be dropped than for to them to progress in their competition because they're dumb kids and i thought that made perfect sense in the story i personally loved it so i don't know if you could believe this pete but i was pretty opinionated as high school what and (laughs) What? You were, you thought you probably thought you were pretty smart as a high schooler too. I did. I probably thought wow. I was smarter than I was. Um, <laughs> and I will say, you can say all the mean things about Yuko that you want about how she was being a little gremlin or a brat, but she had an opinion. Damn it! And she fought for it. She and did. She clapped for her senpai. <laughs> and I, I, I hope she falls down the stairs. That's all I'm saying. Oh no! <laughs> I agree. Uh, a few stairs, a few stairs, a few stairs. <laughs> like bruises her knee, maybe. Like four, like, 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 like four stairs. Okay. I also have something to say about this because, like, this is. I understand where both of you guys are coming from, and in a way, I hated it and loved it at the same time because I have. Because in high school, like Pete said, this has happened a lot, and I've been the villain because of this. Because, well, first of all, I live in a very racist place, and like I've been the villain because I'm black. Uh, so that's one thing. But another thing is that, like, I've had to, like, I've been better than the drummer that they had, because uh, I also played the drum. I still do play the drums, actually. But I played the drums uh, in my in my jazz band, and the regular drummer he was a senior at the time and he basically did the same thing well his girlfriend at the time did the same thing that uh the gremlin did and at that point the the fucking gremlin got her way uh even though i was obviously better um well we we shouldn't call her the gremlin uh no that's exactly what we should call her call a spade a spade did she wear a cute bow like Yuko, uh, though? No, she just Wasn't got she out. the girl with right. a cute bow? Grim- Gremlin, then. <laughs> no, she, got, she just got run like a train, though. Um, anyway, so uh, the thing is, this show, with that, like, it gave it a really... In a way, it almost felt like it was auxiliary. Like, it didn't really need to be there. But also... From and like I, I actually want to know your opinion about it, Johnny. Like in in my in my experience, like that is one of the things about band or like team sports. Like who gets the lead role? Who gets the um? Who gets to be the team captain? Who gets to be the soloist? That who starts? Who exactly. starts? Yeah. I'm, I'm like, 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 can I answer now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, I never participated in sports that much. But I can 100% see that, because here's, here's a funny story. So, like, in high school, and this, keep in mind, this was nothing important. This was, this was PE class. 
and then so like we were deciding we were deciding teams for basketball and like so like i think it was just random picks so i just got decided as team captain out of nowhere there's there's so there's this really annoying kid that like nobody likes in our school it's not bullying he deserves it (laughs) (laughs) we'll we'll unpack that later continue (laughs) with your story (laughs) trust me okay like anyways so you know, like we were picking teams, and it, like it, it was on an order. So like, who goes on first? Who goes on second, third, etc. So like, the team captain decided to do that. So you know, I, I was judging. First? Sorry, sorry, bad joke. I, I was like, I was judging it purely based on skill because you know, like I've seen these people play a lot, so like I know how good they are. Trust me, I am absolutely terrible at basketball. I cannot, like, I. Sorry, just get to the story. Them. Either way, this kid got mad at me for not picking him in the first lineup in PE class and gym so much so that he wanted to fight me after school. Yeah, so if, so if like, that is the type of understand. thing that high schoolers get upset about, they're going to be upset about not being the soloist even though they used to be the best trumpeter in in the band. Um, exactly. You know, and then you have some punky freshman showing you up in a, in a giant competition like that. I think that the the reactions and stuff that people give are very true, true to life um, in all of this. And I think that is a plus of the show. <laughs> now, I, I think it's yeah. very justified how people act in the show. It's like considering the situation they're in. Was there a, uh, I guess like a subplot that people liked the most? Um, you know, like if it was that trumpeting thing or like um, Kumiko's, trying to figure out if she loved the euphonium, um, the little, like, not-happening romance arc with Hazuki and whatever that guy who was mean in middle school's name was. I, I liked that one. I was going to say that the romance... I, I thought it was fine. The romance uh, being hit, very lightly hinted at between Kumiko and the guy, at the especially in the last episode, I liked yes. that. It was, like, very, like, oh, you know... We get along now, or we're, you know, we're, we still hit each other, but we're like cute. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, it was nice. I enjoyed that, watching that, because I'm a sap and like that. That's my that kind of thing. But uh, I think there was a lot of fun little things. I think all of the, the little side things were good additions to the story to keep it interesting, because they weren't going on. It would have been very one note. <laughs> one note. <laughs> God, uh-huh. I am so. Freaking clever. Oh, God. Anyone else have input before I keep talking and ruin my joke? Because that totally didn't already happen. Anyone, please. Pat, uh, I know you're tooting your horn a lot right now, but uh, one <laughs> thing that I was... It's its really subtle, and it happened in the beginning, but I think it's something that I've only seen in this show was the call-out of the girls with the lengths of their skirts. I thought it was like a really interesting subplot, just with how these girls are entering high school for the first time so they hike their skirts up to like look pretty and then the teacher immediately calls them out and then you see kumiko like kind of like snark at them but then she kind of like rolls her skirt down like she was doing the same thing like i thought that was kind of cool like i don't think i've ever seen that in anime and i it is kind of it happened i think once or twice afterwards where like they're in the 
the band room and they see the mean teacher come in and the girls immediately start like rolling down their skirts i think it's like episode three it happens in the last episode because i think because kumiko is more confident with who she is she rolls her skirt back up yeah and she wears the ponytail out yeah um i I thought that was just like a little subtle thing that i was just like that's kind of cool so i went to catholic school um and skirt lengths was a constant battle between the female oh, students yeah. and the teachers. Um, you know, you had to have it like below your knees or whatever, and then you know they would. Uh, there was a big like pushing the boundaries of that that sort of thing. Um, knees are non secular. <laughs> it's well, you know, um, Bishop Fian got to have one inch above their knees. Fuck Bishop Fian. Um, they were our rival. Um, they were much better than us at everything. Yeah, but there were sluts <laughs> who wore their skirts above their ankle or their knees. So. Their knee- yes, exactly. Yes. Um, so, yeah, what, how how salacious? Um, but like, I do think, like, I just think all of the mannerisms and stuff in this are like very true to high school for the most part. Yeah. Um, you know, like it, it was it was just like that confession scene that's in at work, and then. Like that, that was like super real, right? That was like, so I feel well like done. Everyone's been there a time or two. Um, the idiot boy who didn't realize that it was even going to happen because he's stupid. Um, you know, I think we've all been there a time or two. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah. you know, it, it's it, it it's very um, it's very well written. A lot of high school anime sort of up plays stuff because it's supposed to be silly or funny or anything but i think this went for like a more dramatic realistic approach and i think it executed it very well um i i actually for my my subplot that i liked the most was actually these the it was really subtle until like it kind of like threw it in your face um the romance between the in the base section uh goto the dude that plays the top the tuba and uh his girlfriend like there it was really hinted at well it wasn't really it wasn't overtly hinted at but like they would always be around each other they would always be talking they would always be like doing things and uh also asuka sensei being like being very upfront like during that episode where she's like uh, just fucking go out with it already. We already know. Like, there's always that one kid who's cares, who does all of their work, but somehow knows everything that's going on in the school, no matter what. <laughs> there's always that one fucking kid. And Asuka just felt like that kid, honestly. Um, plus, Goto is like, he he almost looks like that one kid that's always too nerdy just has the tape on his on his glasses and goto uh, reminds me of pete a lot i knew you're gonna f- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you know what's fun okay honestly you know what the character i relate to the most is is asuka i i we can talk about like characters later but i i think i relate to asuka so much is it yeah. the, is, is it that like she's in love with her euphonium sort of thing like how how you throw Wait, yourself oh. into your passions like that like is that no it's 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 like okay so she's like a leader in a sense like but at the same time she's like very goofy uh very uh glass half full very nonchalant about stuff but then there's like a scene where um kumiko's 
they're like kind of screwing around in the class and she's like don't waste my time and then she like leaves and goes to practice where it's like yes there's like things like that where like i am a huge i'm so anal about time and that to me that was just like yes i'm the same way like don't waste my time i'm gonna go practice like i want to do this i want to be here and i just i love like those character aspects of her that i relate to but yeah i mean goto is a big fat nerd and guess what so am i so i get it i was gonna make a uh, joke about how he looks like he wears clip-on sunglasses, and uh... well, luckily I oh shit oh, oh <laughs> for audio only listeners, cat put on sunglasses or clip-on sunglasses. I did not know those were a real thing. That's very cool. Yeah. <laughs> God, man, it's just uh, just those those privileged people who can see, you know, just uh... oh, these are cheap. <laughs> okay, uh, I thought that bill was going somewhere else. Somewhere else. Um. Yeah. Uh, do we want to uh, move on a tiny bit to then uh, some of the animation? Yeah, and like the general the vibes, because like I I'd, I'd be happy to take the lead here at least to start. Um, so I, I think I made this joke with Miles earlier, but this 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 show feels like it takes place on an Earth that's like a hundred meters from the sun. Like it's there's so much <laughs> lens flare and everyone is so shiny as if they're just always sweating or, or glistening. And it's just like it's like anime girl, you know, cute anime girl, whatever vibe to like the full extreme. And it's it's not like a, a complaint, but it that I think that that's the reason why I like this the least out of all of the different Kyoto anime or animation films that I've seen, or, or and everything the animations that I've seen, because like it just it's so distracting in some scenes where it's just like holy shit, there's like ten different light particles like going on, and they're just oh they're so shiny. I I, I don't know, I don't know how else to describe it. I, I did anyone else feel that way about the animation? Because again, it's like very pretty. It's it's but it just almost feels too pretty. I feel like compared to other Kyoto animation um productions, that their goal for this show wasn't to create like a stunning masterpiece in visuals. Um I was actually talking about this with Haz and that we're just comparing the show that it's it's just a clean anime. It it is well polished and everything like that, but it really didn't it doesn't stand out like a Kyoto animation does. And to me, that's kind of like how I was resonating with the show. There's the one like hair flip scene that Raina does in episode five, I want to say. That was yes. like breathtaking. And then there's like the other scene where they go up to the mountains. And I just think like, eight. yeah, like Raina's like dress is just like so well designed and everything like that when it's like flowing in the wind. But to me, like it, it wasn't, it didn't seem like that this show was meant to be an animation staple for uh, Kyoto animation. That's kind of like the vibes I was getting. Um, I, I just want to note about that dress before, um, before we move on. Um, I have a note that I wrote down, uh, while I was watching the show, uh, and we're, Kyoko, go, uh, fucking, uh, Kumiko. Kusika? Oh, okay. Kumiko. Uh, Kumiko says she's got a Snow White dress on. Bitch, that's, that Snow White, that's light blue. That's all I wanted to say. Um, <laughs> very interesting observation. Um, the, the dialogue where, uh, Reyna says that she likes pain and then Kumiko says that's kind of hot. Um, I, I thought that was really funny. It like caught me off guard. Um, because I don't know. I, I just feel like you don't see jokes like that a lot in like these sorts of things. 
Um, there were a lot of those jokes in this show, actually. And uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I guess so. Um, yeah. Like, but, I, I wrote down a note about like a lot of the characters in this show being masochists. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, they play band. Um, <laughs> um, there was some uh, animation stuff that I wanted to highlight. Um, the, there is a scene, I forget what's happening, but, like, it goes, like, black and white, and then it has, like, like, drifting dust for, like, a second. It's not exactly black and white, but it's, like, grayscale, and it was when something, like, serious was happening, and I was like, did we just teleport into some horror anime? I had no idea what happened. And the episode where she gets called out for sucking at, like, whatever stanza on the euphonium... There's this part where she's practicing and it like shows a butterfly and stuff. And then it after that it cuts to the butterfly caught in a spider web. Um and like twitching. And I it, it was just it seemed like like very extra <laughs> for a I show like this. I love that scene. I loved I it loved so it. much. It was so good. Um like cuz it, it, it the whole scene really encapsulated what it feels like to get fucking called out when you're a kid by an adult. Um that I had but, Vietnam yeah. flashbacks at that scene. I'm not giving a uh, lie. Yeah. Yeah. And then when she's going back to get her phone, her um and Sensei are walking down the steps but like the lights are flickering for some reason. Like it's like a horror movie. It was very interesting to me and I don't know why they made those decisions, but I appreciated them. Um, Rifle, I know that you said you did like some of the animation and stuff. Uh, do you have any points to talk about here? Uh, not really. I think it just what uh, I think Pete said. Everything just felt polished. Like the instruments themselves, they looked a lot more realistic than other animes. But I felt like, again, because of it being a Kyoto animation, there wasn't anything that really popped out for me. I think it was really good. It was well made. I just didn't have that moment where I'm like, oh, this is just hands down awesome. Not even the Reina hair flip scene? That was, eh, that was fine, but I didn't think that was just impressive. That's interesting. I, For me, too, uh, like the instrument playing, obviously in this anime, when they're playing the instruments, is so much better than most other anime where, you know, you can even, can't even see them, like, fingering the guitar properly or strumming to the right beat whatever you want to say like um it, but it, even in the final scene there were a couple cuts or the, the final performance of the season there were a couple cuts where i was just like that's not how a person looks when they play this instrument you know like i i don't know um but then there were other ones that were really good so like i was talking about this with miles earlier too like the, the trumpets looked great like the fingering of the trumpets was really well done but then there were just random like sometimes the percussion them hitting the percussion instruments looked a little goofy not like horrible you know not see not like blatant cgi you know like at that level but it it still was wasn't to the again maybe just kyoto animation has just built such a high expectation level for themselves but um but yeah i was just like huh that doesn't um that didn't look normal or that that looked off that's the way i felt about it but yeah, I brought up two negatives about the animation, but I still think it looks really good. I, I just want to yeah. clarify that too. Uh, but go ahead. Yeah, I saw. Yeah. Uh, uh, Johnny, go ahead. Okay, yeah, I was. So like, I think the thing with this show is that like, you know how like, 
Okay, this is gonna sound like a dumb comparison at first, but you know how like in shonen anime, when there's the one fight or that one piece of animation that you know is like that's where they spent all their that's time where the budget on? went. Yeah. Yes. This show doesn't have that kind of thing. Like it doesn't really have that kind of thing. It just looks very good all around. So and then so then what that does is like it's it sounds counterintuitive, but it's like if it always looks good then you don't really notice it that much because, like, there's no drastic change in quality, which I think is what's happening here in the show because there's, like, as you said, like, there are one or two scenes like that, but there really isn't too much of that. Like, there isn't, like... There isn't, like, a sick animation scene where someone's, like, has a sick solo on the guitar for, like, five minutes straight, you know, kind of thing. It'd be it's awesome, like, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would be awesome, but, like, that kind of thing isn't in the show. That's not what the show's about. But I think that's where some of that might come from, where, like, there's not that one moment or that one scene that strikes out. Uh, I I actually want to comment on that because there were, um, I'm, I know you guys didn't, uh, you guys didn't mention it, but I noticed, like, when they were switching from, uh, from hand-drawn to CGI, like, during the marching band segment, uh, so basically there was a whole thing about uh they were going to do a even though they're a concert band they were going to do marching band things uh with a lot of the other schools that are going to be in the competition later in the year and um they did a great job first of all but also like uh during the marching segments if you like it took me a minute cuz i thought they were they were doing uh they were doing high end drawn and then it switched to and then I like realized it was CGI because like the movement was a little bit slower, a little bit like uh not less FPS but less like it it looked like they had that perfect like movement and then they just kind of chopped it up but it looked kind of weird. Uh which is you know staple of CP of CGI. But that that was one scene that kind of threw me off a little bit. Um, also, like, whenever they, like, moved out a little bit too far. The CGI was well done, but it was just a little bit jarring for me. But maybe that's just because I've watched CGI shows before. I um, didn't even I, notice I, the CG, to yeah, be honest. I'm surprised you noticed, because I'm usually really good at noticing these things. Yeah. There are a couple, when they do, like, the big sweeping shots of the orchestra, uh, and yeah, they're, for... like, sit, the, there's definitely the... The, the the non-main characters yeah. have the the cg going a little yeah, bit but again it's very very minor i, I, I agree didn't, that I it's didn't notice it at all maybe i just wasn't paying attention because usually i do but um, or maybe it's just like they've done a good job who knows yeah well it's a little bit of both right like now that we pointed it out you'll probably be able to see it but um yeah, but like I mean, yeah. i'm sure if i go back and look at it i might be able to f figure it out um I'd also, uh, if you don't mind, I'd also like to talk about the sound design too because you know oh, say, yeah. sound euphonium which is you know, it's a it's a band show, and I kind of want to I kind of want to compare it to another Kyoto animation show, uh, Kion, which is yeah. which uh, light music club stuff like that. Uh, of course, different types of music where one is more uh, more about like concert, uh, the old masters, and another is more popular. Uh, the the thing about this show is that like if you're if you're paying attention and you know like what instruments can sound like what 
um, you can single out some of the shows and as the band is progressing you can really start to hear like what the band director is talking about you hear like squeaking of course at first which is kind of like the the big culmination of like these guys suck um but then you also hear like a little bit of uh like wrong intonation or uh he like even when he calls out um even when he calls out uh Kimiko for sucking like it, I actually had to when I was watching it the first time I stopped uh during that scene to roll it back to listen if there was actually sound design for that and there was she was like a little bit off beat. she was a little bit off uh offbeat and like her toning was off because you know that's one of the things with uh with uh brass instruments like it like they made sure if there was a discrepancy about a an instrument, uh, there would be some actual sound design that went along with it, and that was that was a perfect touch for me because it made it so much more realistic. I uh, I really liked um, like in the first uh, <laughs> first episode when they first introduced the band or whatever, and she was sitting there and listening to them, like do their little, like welcome performance or whatever. I being a trained ear as well. I was like, they sound, they have some mistakes. Like they sound bad. And then sure enough, she sits there and is like, Oh, they're terrible. That was another funny little sub. That was funny. That was yeah. really funny when she's like, and then she's on the, the girls on the train later. And it's like, Oh, you meant the marching bands or yeah, uh, the band the is band terrible. Sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, that was, that had me rolling. Um, but I I'm, I liked that too. So like to like you mentioned that like there are moments where you can tell that they're playing poorly, or at least if you're paying attention and know what you're listening for, you can tell they're playing really poorly. I I, I thought the sound design was probably the probably the best part of the show. Um, because I again when I was sitting there listening to them play, I was, and they cut to different instruments, I'd be like, oh yeah, that's the bassoon that I can hear. That's the um, you know, that's the saxophone. There's the trumpet. There's the euphonium. Like like all the different instruments i was like oh yeah this is this is like i'm back in band class again and i thought it was really really impressive uh and i i wonder if there's any sort of like i mean not documentary but like i don't know how they did it out there where they they say oh yeah we had the kyoto national band or something do these performances or was it just some really talented musicians recording like recording it together on like any given day like i I just wonder if there's any like um article or something out there because i i'm fascinated by it it was so so good i would love to look that up but also um that reminded me of the like even before that scene because the reason why uh why that scene happened to kumiko was because the uh the band director switched out the uh the euphonium part because it was a dedicated euphonium part but then uh he switched it out to uh aid the uh the contrabass and the contrabass part was you know uh it was made for the contrabass but uh she was having trouble with it because it was more there were quicker uh sound there were quicker transitions and she had been practicing one part the whole time and then it switched and that and also when i when i was listening to that i actually switched it back again to like listen to the differences and 
it did improve and they did change the parts. It was great. Um, it, because like the, the part before was a little bit rudimentary compared to the end product. So, uh, I just thought that was also really good design too. I agree. Any other comments on uh, sound design? And, so this and is I, I enjoyed listening to you guys talk about this. It's not my, you know, wheelhouse, right? But mm -hmm. like, it it sounds like, and I, from what I could tell, with like, it's easy with like trumpets, right? Trump. They, there's three buttons, and they do the little slidey thing, and like you can hear that changing. But it sounds like they really, with the whole ensemble, did like a pretty good job of differentiating in skill for you guys with the more trained ear how different did you find the two solos between uh the senior and kosaka was kosaka's like because to me it sounded clearer and better like i would agree but how how much better would you consider that because i i so, couldn't tell so the difference that i heard when i was listening to it so uh the senior she was a little bit more uh, she seemed she seemed a little bit more flat, not in intonation. Uh, mm -hmm. She seemed flatter in uh, in sound volume. So like every note was the same volume. She it was really good for like conserving her uh, her actual breath. But compared to uh, to compared to Reina, uh, Reina started off when she started her solo. It like she when she actually crescendoed during the during the beginning so it it the volume increased and it became a solo like you had highs and lows throughout her solo while the senior so more dynamic yes that's okay. that's exactly the word i was thinking fantastic yeah. no i and i i can i feel that right like i don't that that makes a lot of sense and i, I feel like they definitely did a good job displaying it in a way that like made me understand what was happening, even if I don't, you know, necessarily have the trained ear to differentiate two people playing the trumpet one at a hundred percent skill and one at eighty five percent skill. You know, right? Like, yeah, it's like yeah. It versus like when you're watching someone golf, it's like obviously okay, the person hits it on the fairway or hits it in the hits it in the hole faster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's you know, there's a lot more nuance to this. It's not, yeah, you know, yeah. I agree that it was the the dynamics uh, and the. Like uh, accentuation, I guess, was was really the noticeable thing. Like uh, on the notes, that that's what uh, I would say as well from that from that scene specifically. But yeah, um, all right. Any uh, any other general comments about whether that's sound design or or another uh, another talking point before we uh, kind of keep moving on here? I think, I want to do one brief talking point, and I want to talk to you inside. guys about. Ahead. Okay, I want to talk to you guys about the drama aspects of the show because I thought it was like. Honestly, one of the best I've ever seen in anime, and I mean that. I thought everything, how it was drawn out and implemented in the story made perfect sense. Whether it was ranging from um, the competition itself at towards the end, or them trying to do the additions, and then prior to that, like, deciding whether they wanted to go to nationals, or if they just wanted to be like a, uh, you know, like a casual band and stuff like that. To me, I felt like they implemented the comedy where it needed, the comedy needed to be, the drama where it, the drama needed to be, and etc. And I just want to get your guys' thoughts on that because, to me, it's like what made the show for me, like, as a whole. 
I yeah, yeah. So I, I, um, I'll, I'll be, I'll be quick, Johnny. So okay. I'll, I'll transition to you. Um, I think that that for me very much ties into the character dynamics I was talking about. Um, I'm a little bit of a drama queen. I love it. Um, so you know, um, to me, like how they th- that drama and everything played into why the characters seemed realistic. Because I was talking about that sort of thing. Um, so I, I completely agree with you, Johnny. Hit us. Yeah. So like, I agree with you that on paper the drama makes sense, obviously, and it's like it matters to the story and it affects how characters act and stuff like that. But I just think that this kind of show is just like the drama is kind of like on the side. So like you said, it was like, did you say it was the best drama you've ever seen? I think it also I, just for like what. It was trying to do, like, in the context of being a high school band, like, anime story, I thought they implemented everything that I think a normal teenager would go through perfectly. I thought it was just, like, the dialogue was perfect, the situations that they were put into made perfect sense. I just I just thoroughly enjoyed the drama elements to it. Yeah, I, I just don't think it was, like, so, like, I agree with you, maybe, like, the execution was, like, perfect and stuff because like i can't really find too many flaws about it but i think it's just like the outcome of it wasn't didn't really feel too rewarding for me like there wasn't this huge revelation there wasn't like a massive change in like how the characters feel or anything because like at the end of the drama like none of the characters really changed too much it's just more of like oh this thing happened we moved on okay there we go did we watch the same show like i feel like cubico like went through like this incredible transformation not only like okay like in her personal life like you see that she walks into like an environment where she is kind of like because her sister failed at um the euphonium and then be and then she set aside band to go to college and then you see that she's always at home implementing that, like, she flunked out of college. Oh, oh, so, oh, you meant the whole show. I thought you just meant the part of the drama with, like, the... No, I'm just uh, talking about, like, the char- like the characters growing with the drama. Like, I, I feel you like... you meant just that one specific part. I feel like... So, like no, 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 not, I'm just using an example. But, like, Kumiko, since she's the main character, I'm using her as an example of, like, how she went from episode one of being, like... Hey, I don't know if I want to do band anymore because I'm in high school. Almost, I'm gonna put my skirt up a little bit and then maybe be a high school girl. To being at the end of it, I want to be special too. Like, uh, you, you see, she has like that defiant moment where like her sister and her mom tell her like not to play. She's like, I love the euphonium. I'm going to play it in my room. And I just thought like that that like it was really subtle for like I think it was like a three second clip. It just like showed the growth of like who she is and what she wanted to be, like, the individual aspects of her character. And I think that yeah. went through, not just her, but I guess that's just one example for, I just thought, like, the growth was just exponential in some of these characters. Like, I like I agree, obviously, like, the characters do change. It's just that I felt like in this kind of show, the drama was, as you said, it's very subtle. It's in the background. It's not meant to be the main focus of the show. Where I feel like other shows where it is the focus, they, like they probably make mistakes and stuff, but I feel like it's more rewarding when you fought, when they conclude. And for this show, I just didn't really get that, which is like, I'll get to it in my final point. When I when we get to our final reviews, that like, I didn't think the outcome of the show was really like that satisfying. It was just like, oh, this show happened. I saw it. It was a fun show. But like, I didn't really feel anything after it was finished, you know? I think the highest tension I felt at the end was the 
wait, did they actually get it or not? Right? Like at the end when they're because they it... no, 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 no. Uh, um, because they get gold, but gold doesn't necessarily mean you're advancing the nationals, right? Because that we learned that in the first episode, right? So that's why they, they're like, oh, they got gold, we got gold, and they're all celebrating, whatever, and they they all have, you know, their shocked no, face moment or whatever. That. Like the last line of dialogue was like or or something continues. Yeah, like, well, I think they won. Yes, but my, so my point was the yeah, biggest yeah, tension I had <laughs> was for that for those like thirty seconds of them doing the cuts to every single character. That God forbid you don't show a character you've shown on screen before. You know, <laughs> reacting to the final conclusion, concluding moment. Like, and then they also did the thing where they like mute the person talking, you know, and like, don't let you hear them saying like who won. I don't know. I, I was just like, wow, I just sat here for 30 seconds wondering if they won or not. And like, that's the most tense I had been the entire show in terms of like, what was their performance going to be good or not? You know, were they going to make nationals, whatever? Um, I just thought it was a goofy way to do it. Um, well, uh, well, see, I'll tell you why I like that real quick, because uh, people had to, so it, it, parallels the opening scene remember the opening scene where mm. the middle school gets gold and everyone's happy they got gold but they got like a dud gold because they didn't qualify for nationals so they like met whatever mark was needed to be considered for nationals but like didn't didn't make that and everyone mm. was excited that they made goal but um kosaka wasn't so you had this moment where they get gold and a lot of the girls are very excited but you see that uh, Kumiko and like Kosaka are still apprehensive in this until he announces who's made nationals, and like then they're excited and stuff. And it, I I think it was it was good at showing how Kumiko's changed. I think it did a good job of showing uh, that maybe some of the girls were still not expecting to make nationals. Like Asako wasn't right. Asuka wasn't, um, and like. I think that was, I just like, I, it's cliche. You're not like yeah. wrong about that. Right. But I do think that it, uh, even within the cliche, we were able to see character development and see people's feelings and stuff presented well within that scene. That's fair. I just, again, I was just sitting there like, really? This is what we're doing? <laughs> like, just tell me, come on, like, like announce it. Like, like, let's go. Um, yeah, and then they did the cliche anime thing of just like, yep, and so our journey continues, fade to white. And then it was like, oh, okay. OP plays. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah. the OP plays, but with uh, with their, like, instruments or whatever, with the ensemble. In, in, a, in a string or, yeah, or, or, or bass or ensemble, whatever, brass, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Um, a wind ensemble is what that would probably be called. Um, I would also like to... Um, and this is also a somewhat small talking point. Uh, did everybody watch the OVA? Because I, I know that the first season is uh, is labeled on Mal as a 13-episode season, but there is also an OVA. Uh, yeah, I watched guys... most of it. I haven't oh, quite I didn't watch it. Five minutes of it. I've okay. seen it, but I didn't rewatch it. Yeah. And you, Pat? I have not. No. Um, so... I guess this is between uh, basically all the people that watch it and remember most of it. Um, so that it gave a good, um, I feel like it gave a good, um, I guess, background of the 
of what the people who weren't in the main ensemble for the performance uh, were doing. But also, like, it it didn't carry over. And I think, I th- I think that actually, it makes sense. But I also think it plays into the, into the, like, the, the betterment of the show as a whole. Because for me, comparing the way that the drama and the, uh, the design improved over the show uh versus the ova after finishing the show uh it really shows like they were at this point when they when they started and then they got they got cut and it really makes it really made me kind of understand why they got cut but also like it 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 still felt felt kind of bittersweet while also being a bit of filler uh miles what are what are your thoughts on the ova yeah, I I enjoyed it. Um, I think that it it very easily could have just like been an episode in the middle of the season or whatever. Um, because you know we go like back in time a bit. Um, uh, but I think it, it it just like it helps highlight, you know, how like someone like Hazuki is still so happy about being in band during this time, even though she's not participating, or even more so how like Natsuki gets through. You know, someone who was older a second year decided she wanted to try hard practice, but couldn't quite make up that time. Um, you know, I, it, it was, I, I liked it. I, the little community they had was good. I thought it was, it was a pleasant watch. It wasn't like my favorite episode. And I get why it was more of an OVA because you're focusing on some of the secondary characters here. Um, but it, it, I enjoyed it. I thought that it, it added to the Hibiki phonium lore very well. Yeah. <laughs> um Pete, uh I also want to ask you if you like if you have any strong thoughts about it. I know you didn't rewatch it's it. It's an OVA. It's whatever. <laughs> it, it, it's not canon, so it's doesn't hold any I don't know. It was fun. I remember I on Mal I gave it a 9. So it must have been fun. Hey. Um and Johnny, any strong thoughts about what you watched? Mm. I already said most of the things I about yeah. that. Yeah, the, the OVA too. Oh, I didn't watch the OVA. I thought you watched like five minutes of it, but... Oh, no, uh, no, I didn't watch that. It was me. Oh, uh, Rifle. Uh, honestly, at that point, I was just like, I didn't really care about the secondary characters. Why am I even watching this? Oh, <laughs> okay, fair enough. It was touche. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Um... All right, let's move on to our closing thoughts, which will include best girl. Uh, uh, can we do best boy also? Yeah, oh, sorry, best, best boy, boy too. Of course, sorry, best boy. I feel like best boy, it like, goes to like one guy. We have two but, choices? And like, both of them are pretty good, but one of them is better. But yeah, either way. Um, yeah, and let's do that. Want to do best let's character do... too? Or what? Uh, no, just be- best boy and girl can, include, can be your, your best character. And then, yeah, your closing thoughts. So, uh, Miles, why don't you start us off, uh, including scores and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I want to just like power through some th- thoughts that I had real quick. Um, I want to talk about uh, Kosaka's character. Um, I thought she was like a really interesting addition to the show. Um, she's definitely where like the Yuri bait reputation comes from because there are like randomly two episodes where she is like 
really Yuri Beatty with uh, Kumiko. She talks in like a different way than every other character. She like formulates words and sentences like uniquely. It's very weird and ethereal when she's on screen, and I, I liked that. Um, 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 Hazuki, I think, is my favorite girl uh, because she nicknamed her Tuba Tubacabra, and I'm a giant Chupacabra fan. Um, and and uh, any any puns there related are good. I just liked her generally upbeat attitude. I liked the idea that she like really took to heart being like the support of the group and like. She said, like, you know, like, when she was, like, trying to deal with her own sadness about getting rejected, she's like, the tubas are here to support their band. Like, it's like, you know, she really tried to take that lesson to heart. I thought that was, like, really sweet and nice and, like, a good, she had a good outlook on a, a tough situation for anyone to find themselves in in high school. Um, best boy is very obviously uh, Sensei Taki. Um, I really liked how mean he was to everyone. Um, once they decided they wanted to go to nationals, like he was just like smiling, but also eviscerating them verbally. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I just like appreciated it very much. A lot of the girls in the band were talking about how hot he was. And I get it because dude's a babe. Um, so, you know, there was like one girl who was like, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> and then everyone was like really flabbergasted, uh, by that. I think that might've been in the OVA though. Um, and uh, so, you know, overall, uh, I very much enjoyed the show. I'm going to give it an eight out of 10. Um, and it was very close to a nine. I, I put it in my top 50. There's only one other eight that I have that's ranked higher than it. So, um, that is, it's very close to that line, but eight, eight out of 10, very much enjoyed it. There you go. Nicely done. Nicely done. All right, Kat, what about you? So I also want to knock out a few uh, points that I didn't get to that really wouldn't warrant a full discussion. So uh, there was also there was one episode that like really encapsulated that like I'm in a band moment. And it's when uh, it's when Kumiko uh, Sapphire and uh, Hazuki were all doing like when Hazuki was trying to practice the tuba and practicing the same part over and over and over and over and over again. And like, she was getting frustrated with it, but she was trying to keep herself motivated. And then uh, Kumiko and Sapphire uh, decided to play Twinkle Twinkle Little Star with her. That was a really, that was a really big moment for me for like the whole feeling of being in a band. Uh, It felt like, like just her getting back into like just her being inducted into the band as a as a actual player um then uh let's see also i I was kind of confused about like why they had a marching band uh why they had a marching band competition and there was no marching band for the school uh but that that was just kind of small remark and um let's see also when during the final the final uh concert for the band when reina gets her trumpet solo like it almost the song like the song raises her up and like 
with her dueling against the uh, against the euphoniums and the tubas, um, she she got a great spotlight, and it almost made me cry because like just before they had the whole um, the whole fight between uh, between the senior and uh, Reina. Uh, but on to my final remarks. This show, this show is one of my favorite shows of all time now, actually. It, um, I've watched a good amount of anime, but this show, like, honestly, it relates to me more on a, on an emotional level than... Like in the terms of team sports, on an emotional level, than haiku, um, and I share a lot of the same uh, opinions about like with Pete on haiku, um, and I had I think I have haiku at like a nine maybe, um, but this show like it it just gave me a feeling like no other show has had, and the closest show like I said is haiku. Uh, that gave me that feeling, and I really, really enjoyed it. This this whole watch through was a was a treat. I watched it in one day, and did not even have a moment of boredom, except for maybe the OVA. But it was an OVA. So um, <clears throat> now, my best girl. It is honestly, I would I would have to go with Kumiko because. She's not exactly this ganky girl. She's not... She seems like more of a fleshed-out character. Because, I mean, she's the main character, but she seems more of a fleshed-out character where she's... Where even though we're seeing the world from her eyes, uh, we're not seeing them from this blank slate. We're seeing it from a person who has thoughts and feelings and experiences that are different. And I like how some of these experiences were not... Uh, were not just... Uh, like she, they weren't just like exposition dumped on you. Like they weren't completely explained, and like you had to piece together throughout the show. Um, I've really enjoyed that, and I—that's why she's my best girl. Uh, best boy. Honestly, I really like, I really like Taki, but also I really like Goto, and I. I actually have to go to my gut to say I I prefer Goto over Taki, even though Taki is a more uh, a more constant in the show. Like he's almost like the antagonist in some of the episodes. Um, and then for my final score, like I said, I really enjoyed the show. The show is a fucking treat. If you have the chance, watch it. Just watch it. Watch the first season in one day. Uh, it is actually, I think it's in my top 10, uh, which I haven't given, I haven't put out my full, uh, my full like watch list of all the things that I've watched and how I've rated them and where they are in terms of each other. But this one is definitely in the top 10 because I'm giving it a 10. Bam. And for cat, yes, sir. Let's go. All right, uh, Johnny, bring that uh, average down a little bit. What have you got? Yeah, so I'm gonna give this one. No, I'm joking. (laughs) So, (laughs) show is obviously very well animated. I really like the voice acting. Every like, 
objectively speaking, from a production point of view, almost everything is amazing. It's Kyoto animation. It's to be expected. But, you know, maybe partially because of my fault and also because uh, a whole pandemic happened, I unfortunately cannot relate to being in a band. So that's the issue with this show, is that I just... I understand the points it's trying to make, and I understand why people like it, but my, I myself just can't relate to it because I've never had this experience. Therefore, the show just doesn't mean as much to me. And, you know, like, even though I can appreciate it for what it is, it's just at the end of the day, people have their tastes, and, you know, like, you try to be objective, but you, you know what you like and don't like. And, and I can't say I hate this show, but, you know, it's just not something I particularly uh indulge in so that that so yeah so for my best girl i'm gonna go with oscar because she was just like she was the kind of person where like she understands the social situation around her but she doesn't go interfering with it because she knows that interfering with it will just make it worse for everyone so like she understands what's going on but like doesn't she you know like she doesn't like go out of her way to like meddle in other people's affairs when i'm like i can appreciate that it's like she'll help when they want help but she's not gonna be there to like mess with people and best boy is talking obviously because you know okay okay is it just me or are all the music teachers like the meanest people imaginable <laughs> like is that just me or is that just like a thing it's they a lifetime of be. being kept down yeah but, yeah. like, <laughs> but, like I, I genuinely understand it because it's like this kind of thing there is no way of putting it lightly you sound bad. There's nothing else to it. Yeah, like it's like you need more every, practice. Just do better, honestly. Every, every music teacher is a music teacher too because they're not good enough to play on the stage and at the professional level. So there you go. I they're would, all just super bitter. Yeah, and don't you, you know? know that's and they're probably one of the reasons as well. But yeah, like but it's like, like, sarcasm. He wasn't, he wasn't mean there, but... in a way to like put people down. He wasn't mean because he wanted to like inspire people. He wanted he wanted people to do better. It seemed like he genuinely cared about the students and how they wanted to improve and you know what like honestly i honestly like i respect that you know like just it doesn't like your methods might be questionable but like you're trying your best to like get these kids to do what they love and you know what? i can i can say that that's a really good thing that they're doing so that aside i will have to give this show a seven because even though it is objectively very good it's just not for me and you know that's what it is at the end of the day it's not the show's fault fair all righty uh rifle what about you uh yeah i think johnny has really <laughs> uh i parallel to johnny uh i think my best girl is asuka i just loved her she was like maybe one of the main fun things about this show and i just like the teacher as well i back in uh school even though i was in band i did meet the band director and he was just a sarcastic person and I loved it. Uh honestly the show itself, there was nothing that really stood out for me. And like Johnny said, it didn't hit me because I just can't appreciate that music aspect. Anytime they had music, I wasn't like, oh, this this these effects, they're really good. I'm just like, okay, he they they blew the the horn. Okay. So I couldn't just I couldn't appreciate what you guys had. They blew the horn. I'm sorry. That's just <laughs> continue. Sorry. Um, that was just funny. Go ahead. Yeah. So I just couldn't appreciate uh, the value that was put into the show. I can't deny that it didn't have value, 
But the other thing was, I just, I couldn't really enjoy the show. All the characters, like you guys said, there was that development. Uh, it made them feel like kids at school. But I just didn't really care about them. Every time I was watching an episode, I'm like, this is so boring. Like, why am I even watching this? So I think uh, originally I had this show at a five. But I do agree. they The effects to the show was really good. It was well crafted. So I'd have to raise my score to a six. Six. All right. Pete, what about you? Fear not, people. The voice is here to enlighten everybody. Originally, when I watched this show, my best girl went to Asuka, and I still thoroughly enjoy Asuka as a character. I I just I can't believe how much I relate to her. But lately, I've been into the characters that I just support the team, keeping like the positive light. You know, they're there for their homies. They 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 love the homies. I'm going with Sapphire for my best girl. I loved Ooh. her. I loved her. Has is doing cartwheels. He's excited yes. now. Um, he's playing Elden Ring, so you're telling and, me. And what put it over the edge was at the end when they're getting ready for the competition, and she's like taping her hands to like essentially yes. like a mummy, and then she's like, "No, it's fine. Like I do. Like I like playing bass. Like it's not an issue for me. I don't know something about that. Just like." This chick, she never kind of metal. Yeah, she ne- she never <laughs> yeah. complained. Like the entire story, she was like when uh Kumiko got like ignored, or sorry, when she like got um like hey, how oh, about we wow. just have Asuka do the part and not you? And then immediately when they go find Kumiko, she's like, "Let's go eat!" Like, come on, like let's go. Ch- let me cheer you up. Like I, something about that's just like so great, and she was just a ball of sunshine. Every time she's on the screen, and she kind of had like the Kazuma, Kazuma, yes, I'm Kazuma bit where they call her Sapphire. She's like, it's metery. I thought that joke got played like five times, left every time. Love Sapphire. Now to the actual story. I loved the cast. I, I was every time that not not even just the main cast, even like the side characters with like the, the, the president in Asuka or the president and like the section leaders. And uh, some of the talkie scenes and stuff like that were, I was just thoroughly, I was involved the entire time. I never lost like concentration. I was hardly like checking my phone. I was involved. I was just in it the entire time. The friendship between Sapphire, uh, Hazuki and Kumiko felt so real. And I think that's like a testament to great dialogue, great just writing in general, where these people don't feel like they are in a forced friendship that these people feel like they're real friends and in some slice of life that's very like shown that they, these people are just forced to fill the trope into uh be a group of friends to me they just felt like awesome fantastic friends reyna was a little like wishy-washy i guess that's like my real only complaint where like how she fit into the dynamic of the cast was a little outland like she's like the outcast a little a little bit but i still thoroughly enjoyed her character i loved her drive i loved her ambition i love that like when she's just like yeah if you want the solo spot then just be better than me like what's the problem like stuff Get like good stuff like that was just so great it's like i love that this show in terms of directing sound visuals voice acting even like the like ops and eds that we didn't talk to 
I never skipped the ED. I thought the ED was so much fun. The 2T ED was just a blast. The OP just set the tone for the show. This show is so good. I loved it. I'm giving it a 10. Yes, I think the show is just fantastic. If you are a fan of Sound Euphonium, check out Kono Oto Tamari. Very similar style of a show. Instead of like an, uh, an orchestra, it's a uh, classical instrument called the Koto. And it's just wonderful. And I think you'll thoroughly enjoy it if you like Sound Euphonium. 10 out of 10. 10 Brian Adams. Let's go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Oh, call back to Brian Adams. Um, did you know Brian Adams wrote Twinkle Twinkle Little Star? Yeah, he did. Yeah, because he too. was looking at Crazy. heaven when he wrote it. When he Yeah, when he wrote <laughs> heaven is a place on earth. Wow. Go baby. Do you know what that's worth? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Pat, what is this show worth for you? Uh, it's worth a good amount. Uh, I, I think it... Uh, we pretty much touched on everything I wanted to talk about with it. Uh, I I never got fully, fully invested. And I think that that's why I wasn't able to really give it a super high score. But I think on a technical level, the show is really well done. I think, um, I guess I'm, I, I don't have any other points. So I'll just go to best boy and girl before my, my final score. Uh, for me, best girl um, probably is Kumiko. Uh, I really enjoyed watching her grow and like figure out how she felt, whether she wanted to ever like it's it was cool to see that she just she saw her friends and saw the people that she cared about and was like, yeah, I'm going to play again, you know, because originally at the beginning of the show, she's kind of like, I don't know if I'm going to do it again. I'm not going to I'm not feeling it, whatever. But like it just took that one little snap of seeing like her closest friends and being motivated to start to start back up again. And I, I think that's something I could relate to a lot with, uh, uh, with sports and stuff like, well, maybe more for sports with me than playing an instrument. But at the same time, I do sometimes I, I, I listen to a band play and I'm like, damn, I miss playing the, uh, the bass clarinet. I, I miss, you know, practicing with all my, my former classmates and stuff, uh, you know, nice and early in the morning. So I don't know. I think that, uh, I related to her the most. And that's part of the reason why I think I, and also her being the main character, she got the most focus. So that that's probably why I connected with her the best. Uh, best boy Taki, uh, shout out his voice actor who is in literally every show known to man, ever, and he's got almost always, almost always has the best role in every show that he's in. Um, it's kind of crazy, Takahiro Sakurai. Like he has done. He's Griffith. Uh, yes, yeah, uh, he's. Griffith, he's a lot of characters. I can't even remember. I I was just sitting there looking. He's your favorite character, Pete. He's uh, Rangan. Yeah, he's Rangan from Mob Psycho. He's so he's good. in he's in Yona the Dawn as uh, one of the main guys. Like, there's so many. Like, you just keep scrolling and you're like, oh shit, he's in another show. I know another show. I know. Uh, I thought his voice actor was really, really, or I thought he did a really good job in this uh, series too. So. Uh, shout out Taki in general too, because like that's a it's a hard position to be in to be, um, to for your job to be how to tell people that they're not perfect and not have them hate themselves by the end of you know you doing so it's very difficult so I give them some credit. Um, by a final score for me, I think again mainly because I I think on a technical level I don't think I could see anyone ever giving this show less than like a six right because it's like. Objectively, it's a solid, solid show. Both animation, sound design, 
character design, everything, uh, voice acting, whatever you want to say. Uh, so, but for me, I'd say that this show is a seven out of ten because I did not, um, I didn't like seek out more of it. I, I or I didn't feel like I wanted to seek out more of it. I felt I felt pretty, pretty content with where it ended. You know, like I. I don't know. I think a 7.5 is probably where I would have gone if we gave half points, but we don't do that around here because we're we're not cowards. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go with a 7. Except for Biles. I am a coward, yes, but I am not so much of a coward that I would steep or stoop to giving half points. Yes, because (laughs) that's the coward's way out. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, so when I do my little quick maths in my head, totally not on my calculator next to me, that brings us to a total score of an 8.00. Wow, that's exactly yeah, that insane. Damn, that is actually insane. It's that's awesome. insane. It's We're insane. literally directly on it. Yeah, it's, uh, so thanks, guys, for stealing my thunder. Uh, the score on Mal is an 8.00 as well. So very coincidental. Uh, pretty cool that we were able to do that. Uh, good on... Uh, yeah. Uh, just a bit of a callback. Like, when we first started... Like most of the shows that we did were almost spot on, if not already spot on. So that's a, that's a real callback to the to like what two or three years ago. Yeah, we're well, we're approaching starting year three, I think. Yeah, this is so. year three of the podcast, year two of Watch Club. Yeah, we're yes. approaching year starting year three of Watch Club. Yes, yeah, that, meaning that. we're approaching having done two years of Watch Club. Yeah, shut up, Miles. Like a, Stop. Like a normal no. human would. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Um, you guys confused. I was. The fuck out of I me. was. Well, Cat, you are the one who said it, so I was trying to make what you said make sense. I'm sorry for doing that, and next time I'll let you look like an idiot in front of all of our friends and family. Alrighty, um, <laughs> that wraps up our discussion of Sound Euphonium. I think again, we all agree that it was at least like. We're a pretty cool show. Like, like technically, it was a good show, and Kyoto Animation deserves all the credit in the world for doing that. Uh, even if it wasn't our cup of tea or our uh, our taste in music, so maybe it's a better way to put that. Ah, ha, ha, funny, funny. All right, let's do our uh, what nominations we had from last week, Miles. What uh, what are we watching on March the twenty first, uh, following good old St. Paddy's Day weekend? Please, someone not watching the interview. You don't know that yet. We don't know yet. We don't know yet. I know. I know, but we don't. So in third place was Razafon. Legacy points, baby, as always. Rack them in. Third legacy. I'm going to list the shows that didn't come real quick in anything. Uh, Classroom of the Elite, Nambaka 2, or Paranoia Agent. Oh, that's surprising. So there's two shows left. Oh, no. oh, you're there's, adding. Suspense. I'm happy with either one. So there's fine. Bunny Girl, Senpai, oh. and Remo. Miles is excited for either winner here. Yeah. He loves both. I, of these I have guys. one I would prefer. <laughs> what one, <laughs> one seems like a hard seven to me, and one seems like a Remo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, in second place with 14 points, we have a Remo. Yay! <laughs> So <laughs> next time we will be watching Rascal does not dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. You know, I I pegged my own show, so you know I'm fine with that. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you pegged yourself, and I was concerned. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pat. All right. That, uh, how would you know? Bonk. Yeah. Bonk. 
bonk everybody. <laughs> Let's continue. <laughs> continue on with what we're doing for our next uh, set of shows. Or are we even revealing that, Pete? Because that's a problem, are we not? We are, are not, because next time, that would, what we would normally be voting on would be our April Fool's episode, and that's already set in stone. We will be watching uh, God Twilight. Yes, sir! The first movie. <laughs> Okay, so my question was, are we revealing that or not? But I guess we are, we are so there we go. It's only um, been an ongoing thing for like nine months. Like, Yeah, I thought it was a joke. And absolutely not. I have to actually do that. So uh, that's, that's too bad. But you know what? We'll, we'll make do. We'll, we'll find a way to enjoy uh, the good Batman uh, in his uh, prime. Uh, yeah. The only way that Nambaka 2 was going to win was if we had another worst anime voting session. So, uh, it seems like it's another 12 months for me. No, it, did, it did as well as Paranoia Agent and yeah, uh, they all had the other points. ones. I'm surprised Buddy Girl won because I, th- I feel like we've all seen it. I, it, it, I it, it, Bunny Girl was like a very hard, like people were like, that's my second place vote, doing some Bunny Girl voting. Like, gotcha. You know, like yeah. this is a safe vote for me. Gotcha. And so like, yeah. So yeah, the people who were like anti-Aremo. All also did that. Girl. People who were pro Arimo also did that, and you just sort of had that. Oh, how close was it, by the way? One, One point. point. Oh, so I literally changed the outcome. Correct. If oh, you we voted, everybody for, did. By yeah, the way. Johnny voted yeah, for like, voted Bunny last. Girl Senpai first. And yeah, again, like Johnny gave me his vote yesterday, and it put Bunny Girl Senpai up from Arimo. So I was. No, I'm not even that mad, honestly. Was I the last vote today? You were were you were last or second to last? I can't remember. Okay. Cool. All right. Yeah, I I, I, right. I think we're done. Um, we don't right. we don't get to have fun with nominations. Not uh, this time. We get to have fun with Twilight and Robert Pattinson and that one girl, Kristen and Stewart, Kristen, Kristen Stewart, Stewart, and uh, some Paramore and. Haley Williams decode yeah. Yeah, coming so, in on the uh, soundtrack. Oh, let's go, Paramore. My wife may sub in for me. That, that, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I'm gonna Please. sub in for me. This is, uh, this is Rad Zodiac coming in big. Yes, Oshawott is gonna sub in for me next a, episode. I think yeah. it's gonna be like the 60th time I've seen Twilight, so I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah. What do, you, what do you have it at right now, Pete? Like an eight. Uh, for nostalgia, ten overall, like a four. But we'll see. It could, it could change. I haven't seen it, so are I'm we going? Can we talk for, about like... the Mormon sub themes? Sure, why not? We can okay, talk about anything. Really big... Okay, great. I I have a whole thing that I want. Oh, to do. that sounds are that we... sounds wonderful. Okay, are we looking at IMDb's rating system this time instead of Mal? No, we're gonna look at um, uh, a, we're gonna pick a random vampire show with a wheel and compare it to that. I like that. I like that <laughs> idea. Yeah, and also no, we it's our favorite anime here, so we're gonna rate it like it's an anime. Duh. Yes, I mean, yes. Come on. Right. Let's see. What's the show called Twilight on now? Vampire yeah. Night, maybe. Yeah, Vampire Night. That sounds like a good one. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Vampire Night. I don't. Mako seems like she might know. I mean, yeah, yeah cool. Vampire Night's a little, little weird in some points, so. Yeah. But that being said, I think we should wrap up Watch Club. If you've made it this far and you want to support the podcast, please like, comment, subscribe, leave a review, follow on whatever platform you're listening to us on. If you want to see our beautiful faces, we are on YouTube. If you don't want to see our beautiful faces, uh, we are available anywhere podcasts can be found. Next week, we wrap up the finals of Anime March Madness. We are down to the Elite Eight of our best ARC tournament. 
So I'm really looking forward to that. And then if you're here for Watch Club in two weeks, we will see you for Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.